yeah, it sounds super looming. It's very um, it's like in is it in Japan where you're not allowed to where all um phones are sold with like a you can't take off a shutter sound uh from cameras because there's so many people that take pictures of women in the in the tube. I don't know if you've heard about this. Um, I kind of know about the crazy, like taking like underskirt pictures. Yeah, and, yeah. And so there, because but... they always do that, they have to, like all tech companies have to put shutter sound automatic that you can't take off, so the people can hear when that happens. Oh, okay. So when the camera clicks, it may, like when it makes that noise. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Wow. So it must be a really like bad problem out there. Yeah, I guess so. I don't fucking know. But have you been I there? Have... No, no. But I was just thinking of the times where like I'll forget that I have like I won't notice that I have my light on my phone and I'll be in public transport and someone someone will be like, hmm, weird. Uh, but actually, I'm not taking a picture of them. I just forgot to turn off my um Your my light. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh my! I've actually been with my friend. We are in New York, and this girl fucking <laughs> she fucking took a picture of someone. Like she was just fucking around trying to like take a picture of yeah, this person yeah. uh, on the subway, and fucking she had her flash on, and like this person was like, "What the fuck are you like?" It was just such an awkward, like, funny thing situation yeah yeah like like yeah because it is honestly like if you've seen someone taking a picture of you in public you'd be like what the fuck <laughs> it, for me it would depend who it was but really really depend because like unless it was a person that I was I knew I was fully culturally aligned with but even then, then I would probably resort to, like, some other option of, like, this bitch is going to send this to her bitch I hate. Oh, rather yeah. Like, she knows you like, or some shit. Yeah, rather than it hopefully being, like, oh, my God, this girl's so cute or something uh -huh. like that. So probably I don't really envision any situation where I'd be, like, you go ahead. Take a picture <laughs> of me. So I don't know. Uh, have you had anybody uh, like recognize you on the street, like from your internet stuff? <laughs> oh yeah, big celebrity right here. Um, See, yeah, yeah, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think so, but because like, I have a friend and she's pretty big on Instagram, and yeah, I, I wouldn't think that oh she's that much a celebrity for people. Yeah, yeah. But I will be with her, and people will come up to her and be like, "Hey, are you da 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 da, -da on Instagram?" Like it was kind of, kind of surprised the fuck out of me. Yeah, I think it fully depends what kind of personality you cultivate on mm -hmm. Instagram. If you're like a front-facing identity type person, uh, like other people who have podcasts, for instance, or like my friend Caroline or stuff like that, um, I would get that people would go up to them. I have had people come up to me, but it's never been. It's never been something over the top. They've always been like, oh, I love your photography or I love your magazine. And, you know, I think it's super cool. And whether cool. or like, I think, no, I think my favorite kind of compliment is when people say uh, that I make them laugh sometimes online. So I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't even fucking care if you appreciate my my art or my creative <laughs> output as long as my shit memes are okay. It's like, oh yeah, you shared one of these memes one time and that made me. Yeah, laugh. I like, didn't even make them. Yeah, <laughs> just like oh yeah. No, it's some, no, it'll time. be like more on TikTok now. You have a TikTok? I don't. You, yeah, but I um, I fully. What I love on TikTok is where I can fully just like just make a video about absolutely nothing to the point where some people I think kind of have a contradiction of my Instagram presence to compare, and it's like a very different one. Anyways, not important, but yeah. Yeah, I have I have not got on to TikTok yet. Um. I've had people suggest it to me for like the last year, but I've yeah, just yeah. like, I've, I've, <laughs> I've like, I feel like I don't want to, what's the word called? Whenever you like, uh, you cave in and you're just like, okay, fuck it. Like, yeah, doing to, it on purpose. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. People are like, yeah, I fucking, um, I think someone even told me that they seen like someone made like a clip of the podcast like they like edited it or they like animated it or whatever like they put up yeah, pictures, yeah. like a clip of the podcast and it was going around tiktok and i'm like whoa that's cool that almost yeah, made yeah. Me, that almost made me want to get on there uh, uh i've seen such niche tiktoks um about like the most random things like, even I saw a TikTok about, you know, that magazine, the Opioid Crisis Lookbook. Oh, wow. Someone made a TikTok about that, being like, I'm trying to be in a uh, femme cell, not in this kind of way, but in an Opioid Crisis <laughs> Lookbook, Red Scare kind of way. And I was like, that's so funny that they would put in that reference. Like, so- I can get the bigger references, but how do you know them Uh, i don't really know much about them i just know them because they follow me on instagram and me and i think it's a guy but me and him uh were both interviewed for this magazine called dirty magazine uh like oh cool months ago yeah it was really cool actually they had like a cool party i fucking met like do you know who janice griffith is i don't know if that's how you pronounce her name she's some porn star or whatever not important but (laughs) just like important to me because i used to fucking watch so like for me when i met her at the party that was like whoa dude i met fucking griffith like i've been fucking like anyway it was just funny (laughs) my friends but um uh uh how do you know them opioid crisis lookbook just like through other friends who have done stuff for them and then i was in paris um, no, one's Spanish, one's Russian, so... Okay, Russian, yeah. yeah, he looks Russian, I think. Well, he's Spanish, the guy's Spanish. Oh, the girl's Russian. And the girl is Russian. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Cool, yeah. fucking, I think yeah. you're, like, involved with, like, Bendito and shit. Yes, yes, all of, but, yeah, I mean, we all went to Instagram school, didn't we? So. Instagram school? <laughs> I love saying that when people are like, how do you know this person? Um, in- Instagram. Insta? Wow, what it is you- really. Yeah. Wow, it's a, little, it's a little click kind of. It's a lot, not a click, but it's like a scene. It's like a scene. And there's like little clicks yeah. in the scene. Like one yeah. in the scene. 
but yeah, it is like Instagram. You know, my friend explained it. Uh, my friend Matthew Daniel Siskin. He said, uh, I don't know if you know who that is, but he's pretty cool, fucking too. He's like involved with the art shit. Uh, too. Yeah, he's even worked for Beyonce. I should hook you guys up. You guys could be oh. able to like fucking um work for Beyonce. Yeah, right. Or do, <laughs> you guys are yeah. both fucking uh in the art scene and photography. Yeah. And- and shit like that but um what was i saying uh oh yeah he explained that he was like it's all like we live in one little city you know yeah. it's like we all live in one city kind of and it's like oh yeah this person lives down the street from me but it's like not it's not like if it's kind of all over the world some people are in london some people are in fucking a lot of people are in new york really yeah 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 the how would I say that? I feel like all of most of the writers are in New York. Like all of the, um, all of the, what's it called? Auto fiction type people are in New York. I, yeah, I think it's, I think there's even like, uh, this term like called alt, alt lit. Alt, yeah, like yeah, alt. yeah. Do you know much about that? I don't really know much about that. No, I, I don't be reading much. Me either. <laughs> um, <laughs> like if I'm you. reading, if I'm reading, it, it it's something good. Like it's something that I really, really want to read. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, no, I wrote a piece for one of those outlet websites, uh, Heavy Traffic, that's run by that guy, Patrick McGraw, but it hasn't come out yet. So at some point it'll come out. Oh, nice. What is it about? So, yeah uh when i was bullied as a kid (laughs) so not in a way that any girl bullied but anyways just you'll read it when it comes out yeah 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 um that's all my like so many of my friends are always talking like oh yeah i have this piece that's like going to come out and i'm like because i always want to talk about it and they're just like oh yeah no it's not out yet it's not out yet I mean I'm happy to talk about it it's just that I he asked me to write it um and I was like no I'm not great I mean yeah me either I but I want people to ask me to write shit more you know people ask me to edit their shit a lot (laughs) I actually used to make a lot of my like like mainly most of my money like from editing and shit yeah um but um I want to quit all this bullshit. I don't want to write anymore. I don't want to read anymore. I don't want to do this podcast. Yeah, I, yeah. Want to, I want to be a model. You want to be a model? Okay, yes, sick. please. <laughs> you can... Do you want to actually? Do you want to actually be a model? Um, if so, if someone came up to me and was like, because you know, like, like my model friends, like one of my friends, her name's Sandra. She came on the podcast. <laughs> she goes by Bimbo Ubermensch on Twitter or whatever on her like internet name or whatever. But um, she said like, I don't remember. She was explaining to me, and she was just like, because I was asking her how she became, became a model, and she was just like, "Yo, someone fucking literally, I was out somewhere and in public, some fucking lady just came up to me and was like, hey you have the look, like you need." And just from there on, yeah, he was just a model, and it was that easy. Okay. Yeah, but okay. This this is one of the only global truths that I have about the world. If you're a model that does cool shit on the side, you're cooler than any person ever. If you're just a model, you're lesser than any person ever. I don't regard you. I think you're like so lame. If you're just a model, 
if you're just a model and oh, this is gonna sound so harsh but it's just like yeah if you're just a model like I'm very much of the kind very much in like the movement of life of becoming like smooth brained and like being a bit more shallow and like not being hyper perceptive all the time and hyper focused all the time but I don't want to be so shallow that I find fulfillment in being just a model right yeah I guess that is that's totally true because like if you're if your main thing is just literally how you look like <laughs> it's well, kinda... I've been around I've been around a lot of models and the ones that only talk about the modeling jobs they're gonna get and don't actually have interests outside of that apart from like making cool references to things I'm kind of like you are boring I'm sorry <laughs> you're like I couldn't get it like it, in the same way that a pretty person is pretty but if they have a bad personality like to me that just like not a person sure. I give a shit about. Like, I've seen beautiful men with, like, the personalities of a loaf of bread, and I couldn't <laughs> give two shits about their existence. What are some personalities that turn you off that you don't like? Just, like, um, I hate... I'm trying to think what kind of person... Um... I mean, I hate people that are overly judgmental uh, when they're so unself-aware that they're literally dumb. Um, just like people who make grandiose statements about what is cool and not cool, like that person's lame or not lame. Also, people who are a bit like, I know that sounds like the opposite of what I'm saying because uh, I'm very much giving a take that... Uh, I think just being a model isn't enough. Yeah, so right. that's quite <laughs> judgmental. But I don't think it's that judgmental because when you think of it, I'm thinking from the point of view of uh, wanting the best for that person in terms of their own self-fulfillment. And I've seen many models and the answer to that question of self-fulfillment doesn't come from modeling for the rest of your life as your main career, as your main thing in life um but I think traits I don't like just like I don't like catty people I'm not catty a big fan man of, especially you're fucking like uh I like well I I don't really meet those because I don't even put myself in, in situations where I yeah. meet those um uh, I guess if you're around a lot of model men, you might <laughs> fucking yeah, be in that situation. Um, this was when I was uh, like working in casting and stuff like that. Um, but I guess, yeah, I think the only trait I'm not a fan of is maybe people who are overly dramatic and act like children. But apart from that, I'm pretty happy with any other thing in but a person can be yeah you know i i really relate to that to that to to that too like with the people that are like not like i really like when people can be mature like when people act like when people are childish like that's a huge turn off to me 
Um, well, just like it just makes everything bad and it swallows everyone around you when you're childish and you involve other people and just yeah. that don't want to be involved you know yeah that's always yeah. like the final it's, it's totally a selfish thing too yeah like it's, it, it, that's the thing it's like being a child like you want all the attention on you it's very yeah attention seeking type people are usually like this but um i love when people can be mature that's a huge turn on for me is like especially yeah. if you're a fucking gro- like a grown-ass person and i would i like whenever people can be you know, especially women, like when they're not looking at me for fucking everything, you know, it's like, especially, oh yeah, I'll pay. Even though I love to argue and be like, no, no, (laughs) I'll pay, I'll pay. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh shit, cool. Like, like, I, that's a huge turn on for me. Girls that can be like really mature and like independent. Girls that can pay for your shit. Girls that can pay for the fucking my... (laughs) Yeah, man, that's a huge turn on when girls yeah, have yeah. money. Yeah, I know. No, I bet girls fucking love when guys have money. Same shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. fucking, um, or I don't know, maybe some girls kind of like, like the, or if you're young, if you're young, it can, it can be cute still. Like, oh yeah, I'm broke. I'm broke all the time. I don't have money. Like, yeah, yeah. if you're younger, that's kind of cute, you know. Yeah, it's fine. If you're in your, yeah. if you're in your early twenties, thank God, I'm yeah. still fucking. But um, once you're in like your later twenties or like you're like thirty, it's like not cute anymore. No, yeah. not cute at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> I find it offensive. I'm like, I can't believe. I would pay for my dinner right now. No, I'm yeah. kidding. Half kidding. <laughs> Not really. Um, but anyways, yeah. Um, back to smart people topics. Because we're people of depth. Yeah, we're just sitting here yeah. talking about money. Like, that's yeah. so... I remember my friend Jackie was saying, like, fucking talking about money is so um, vulgar. And, like... Yeah. And, like, like uh, lower middle class, or I mean, like lower fucking, like that's such like a poor people, like vulgar, like, oh, you talk about money, like, you know, really like decadent, like, or like bougie kind of people, or like people that are, or you could just be like a middle class person, but like, you're like, no, I don't want to talk about money, you know, money. Oh, not no, real, I'm, like- me, it's not even about that. Me, it's more about, uh, I don't want to chat too much shit about men taking me out on dates just in case <laughs> i say something bad so that's true yeah um but uh no yeah that's the thing is like fucking uh being totally like or like have you ever seen francis ha or francis ha ha or something by fucking <laughs> noah bomba no i've seen um the movie, that movie mo bomba uh, what is his name you know the director i'm talking about he made that movie uh, called yeah. like Francis Ha. I believe that's what it's oh, called. Oh, wasn't it made by that woman? What's Greta her name? Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. She's Gerwig. the she's the main character. She plays. Oh, but it's character. not by her. I, I think she. I her. think I think they both wrote it together. I maybe uh, I think. I don't but know. I know. What I, know I know that he wrote it. His name's Noah. So Bomba. Yeah, but okay. um, in that like, there's this scene where like, she's like with this guy, and she's like um <laughs> it's like there's just a little scene about who's gonna pay at yeah. the dinner table and um she like runs all the way down like this all the way down the street to like go to this atm uh yeah. to get money or whatever and like she could have just let him pay for it or i don't know like i don't but so then again i find that could never be me 
I would you will never make the guy pay for that. it. You'll make the guy, dude pay for it. You'll be like, no, fuck you. I won't Listen. make him. I'll be like, But I'm you're okay. expecting him to pay. Not no. <laughs> um, <laughs> it really depends on context. Uh, but I recently was paying for my share in... Um, I feel like it's a deposit on your respect for me. Yeah. Because at one point... No, because for the longest time... They would pay their share. But I would pay on, like, other dates. But on the first one, I would kind of always expect them to pay. Mm. But um, <laughs> but recently, I didn't pay a few times. And, and, no, I paid for every single thing, like, every single share from the get-go. And that guy was uh, really disrespectful to me. So lo and behold, mm. my rule is that yeah, they have to pay for <laughs> for the first day because it's a deposit of kindness and respect to me. Yeah, on my and, terms. Well, it's literally a thing. It's been a tradition that yes, it's like a no brainer, yeah. like no questions asked. Men are supposed to pay. Um, that's been I'm, a tradition for the last fucking what two hundred years that we've been. People have had restaurants like in inner cities and shit in the, since the eighteen hundreds. Think about how yeah, long. but I'll pay for, like, drinks. Like, I can pay for other stuff later or even, well, not before, but, like, later I'll happily pay for, like, some other bits. But, like, first dinner or first thing consumed with the other person, I want them paying. It's also really interesting, too, because, you know, in, like, the 1950s, or, like, what? When would, Think about whenever women really started working. It became a normal thing for women to have their yeah. own money and their own jobs. Like, for a long time, it was just a super – it was just a normal thing that women just, like, had no money. Didn't they just, like, have no yeah. money back then? If they're if – they're, it was supposed to be, like, their husband had money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And um, – That's crazy. Yeah, right? Like, it's, That's just, crazy. it's such a normal thing that, like, women have, yeah. their, have their own, like – that's a new thing yeah. yeah yeah but i think that's also yeah like today and like you know 2021 it's also become more of a thing like oh yeah it's like empowering that women can pay for the women but women uh you know it's like oh no it's not supposed to be but no that's the thing about like feminism and shit like that or like um or like uh this genderless uh mm. ideology of like oh they them ideology or what is it it's just, you, you, it's like the new like neoliberal kind of like politics of like um like oh like gender and stuff and about how like because that's the thing is i feel like it's contradictory like they're, they want to say oh yeah women are supposed to, women can be equal and all this but then again a lot of women are like no what the fuck like i still want it to be my, my <laughs> i still want my dinner paid for no i think you know? um I watched a funny, like, a little TikTok that was saying that, like, it's not really about the equality part of things, but it's, like, what is the con context of your emotional state? And the, uh, the example that they gave was that sometimes a lot of men will say, oh, if women want equal rights or equal pay, then you know, does that mean that, like, I can, they can hit me and I can hit them? Not that that's, yeah. like, something that every guy does. But what I mean on, like, an extreme level, it's about the um, emotional uh, context of the person saying it. So if a person 
says that thing about like not wanting to pay for the bill and then they're like some sour incel yeah then it says more about like it just says more about some petty anger rather than some like bigger discontentment in the same way that a lot of women don't have a problem with paying it's more about the context of like I guess them giving their time to a certain person or like whatever, you know. I'm sure if if it was a right guy, they would happily pay for that. Um, I I will, when I any okay, let's say like anytime I take a girl on a date, okay, fucking I I'm just a fucking you know, and I'm not even that much of like I wouldn't say, oh yeah, I'm a classy conservative yeah. man or whatever. But yeah. I straight up, I'm like, okay, if I take a woman on a date, I'm gonna at least be like, okay, yeah, I'm paying or whatever, especially yeah. if it's the first date. Yeah. Um, but, um, like that's just me personally. I couldn't imagine some guy like expecting a girl to pay. That'd be weird. Or even to be like, oh yeah, we're we gonna split the bill. Like, no, I'm just gonna fucking pay for it. And I'm not even rich at all. I'm very fucking. I'm pretty fucking broke. You know, if I'm gonna, to be honest, but like, yeah, like, yeah. Um, but I still like, I just, I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pay for it, fucking every time. Yeah. I'm usually, but um, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. People be weird sometimes. Economics, they, yeah, economics. Super interesting though. It is really a thing about economics and like personal finance yeah. and like gender. Yeah. And in the way we think about like um, like women's like fucking personal financial freedom today um and and and, uh you know uh how how we also think about like traditional traditional fucking like norms like oh yeah the man is supposed to pay no matter what yeah Um, yeah. it's interesting yes let's see i'm gonna pull up my other fucking um, yeah give me give me some topics um, to bounce off how do you know how do you know ben ditto uh, because I wasn't friend intern. of the show, friend of the show, Ben Ditto, friend, of, ha- friend ha- of the pod, friend of the pod. Yeah, I love saying yeah. that, but uh, yeah, we're gonna have him on. No, and that's legit. I sometimes I say friend of the pod when I mean like someone that hates us, you know, but no, that's actually legit. He's actually a friend of the pod, <laughs> and we're gonna have him on soon. Okay, but, um, I'm, I'm gonna fact check this. I'm oh, gonna, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, you don't ask him, he's so, like, no, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna call him now. Um, no, he I, shares my memes and stuff all the time. He's cool. Yeah, we. I, I was planning on having him on like a year ago, and I just kind of we just kind of like both pushed it off. I don't it know. It fucking, yeah, I do that with everyone. I literally have like fifty different people that I'm like, "Yo, come, we just come on the pod," and they're like, "Yeah," and then we just never do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also weird times. So true. Like people be busy, then they don't. Um, so anyways i interned for um mush pit which is was a magazine published by his publishing company and then i um after interning i was helping him out at a book fair and then we were talking about random stuff and came up with our idea for that magazine that i have pc erotic um and then we made it and then it came out um and yeah and that's it and then sometimes we and we always hang out when when the same country and stuff like that uh so yeah that's dope um yeah what's uh you should talk a little bit more about your um 
the magazine. Your, your magazine, yeah. You were hold uh, on. You, you got you were you have a thing in goddamn Vice. 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 It says idvice.com. PC erotic. The new sex uh, tech magazine. Um. Yeah, we had a PR woman uh, get a bunch of articles uh, written about it. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> big website. Um, so yeah, anyways, uh, magazine, the next one is going to come out at some point, but I've been just super busy and then a bit like depressed from like lockdown vibes. Uh, but now I've bounced back um, and I've done a bunch of shit and now I'm ready to like take on and do the next issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about sexuality and technology and just anything that explores uh, interpersonal relationships, be that intimate or not, um, and how they've been affected by, um, by the internet and technology in general. You know, that's, you know, it's interesting because that's kind of what we were literally just talking about. Like how, yeah, yeah. like fucking like, like sex and gender with like paying the, for the bill or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think the internet really, um, the internet has really helped with like uh, the, the uh, speeding up the process of breaking down these like traditional norms. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think the internet fucking, um, you know, because it's like. I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think that plays a role in, 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 uh, cause like if it wasn't for the internet, I feel like we'd still be in more traditional society where it's like, oh yeah, it's like, yeah, to pay for the bill. But people are also saying that because of the internet and social media, um, people have a much harder time committing to things cause they always feel like they can pursue and get more like instant gratification or like gratification that they feel might fulfill them even more than what they have in that moment mm-hmm. um which is uh, i was talking about it with um with some of my um friends and just feeling like a lot of people around this time of the year kind of i don't know a lot of my friends were telling me be that for friends or for lovers or stuff like that but people are being wildly disrespectful in their way of approaching uh interpersonal relationships at the moment and just doing like weird shit and i think the internet has kind of sometimes too much encourages this kind of like do what you think is best for yourself yeah (laughs) do what you feel in the moment that sounds like aoc sounds like anna katchian's impersonation (laughs) of uh, aoc (laughs) um but i yeah i don't know i don't have the answers but i can definitely see that being a thing uh for better and for worse um what so what is like some of the weirdo shit that people be doing like like because of the weird shit they be doing online yeah um i have an interview with None of these are weirdo shit. I would not qualify any of this as weird. <laughs> or you said um, something about like, yeah, the way people fucking like. Uh... Yeah, but does I? I don't find anything weird right off the bat, apart from like pedophilia and like right. rape and stuff like that. Um, yeah. 
like I, I get that some people are like they're just autistic or something, and they have <laughs> they weird. <laughs> yeah, they just have their own vibes and whatever. My job or my thing that I enjoy doing is exploring that those things. Um, so I have this one guy who's a sex a sperm retention um guru and i've done an interview with him and he teaches you about sperm retention which i think is super cool um and about it like retains the male energy um yeah i've heard a lot of those yeah I don't really know much about it though, but isn't it about like, yeah, they think like you have more energy and you're like, you're more mentally healthy if if you're not just fucking busting a nut fucking five times a day. Yeah, yeah, and like stamina (laughs) and all of that stuff, which he is right to some extent, but like anything, I think there's a balance. And I think the whole thing of fully abstaining uh, from ejaculating might caused um testicular cancer (laughs) so i don't know i think it's good to have both sides because obviously the internet current modern teachings very much incline you to bust a nut as much as possible (laughs) which i think is uh maybe just as bad as not busting one at all true um so anyways, um, that, then I interviewed a um, tech dominatrix who uses like a software to be able to ghost, to be able to like, like ghost in the shell, basically take over the computer of their sub through a software. Um, and then she'll like take pictures of them in compromising ways or find like, their children's and mothers like family contacts and like send no pictures way. of them yeah yeah and then people like, pay for this yeah yeah not only do they pay but on top of that she pays herself during the thing oh like she'll find these people's bank information and like fuck yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> well she'll go on the browser after having the service be paid to begin with and transfer more money onto her account um yeah so that that sounds like a badass job yeah it's cool i yeah i feel like i would be too intimately compromised uh like morally compromised to do it in the long term but i love the idea of it um so yeah, yeah you said you don't think you could do something like that no, I don't think so. Because like, I'm very... Like, you have to be kind of, like, a, a mean, like, person to fucking... I'm good. I'm good at, like, being yeah. stern with, like, guys in general. But me, it's not really that at all. That's the issue. Me, it's more feeling um, sexually compromised by these interactions. Like, feeling, like, almost... I hate to use the word molested, but, like feel that can like because like a lot of sex workers say there are sex workers who enjoy sex work but they can't deny that sex work does have a fundamental subconscious impact on you whether you want to have it or not so 
I don't think I'd be able to do it in that sense. Not that you're doing like face-to-face uh, sex work, but for mm. some people even like engaging in something that is sexual can feel like a bit too much, which I feel might be the case for me. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a that's a really tricky like topic sex work because especially for fucking this like um (laughs) it has been a tricky one for this podcast too because it's like we have people on that are like completely pro sex work Uh, a lot or a lot of our listeners are a lot of our listeners are sex workers um but um but uh we also have had people on and we have a lot of listeners that are like kind of anti-sex work i wouldn't say they're anti-sex work they're more of just like yeah this shouldn't be a thing that's like culturally promoted um or encouraged the way that it is i I have a bit yeah i have a bit of an issue take on it i find the idea of doing work that is sex work you know should be allowed i is that like a fisheye Oh, yeah, I just put it on. Sorry. Cool. I didn't mean to. (laughs) No, no, it's cool. Um, It makes me look fucking... Actually, I'm taking it off. It makes me look fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love... uh, Like, I don't love, but, like, I fully think it should be legal to do sex work and for these people to feel protected by the law and by the police because it's always going to be there regardless. And... You know, I think people fail to recognize that modern um, ways of capitalism are so that either you're doing sex work for the most part and you're doing low, uh, t- like low time commitment with big payoff, uh, with big, I guess, like economic leverage. Or you're working a nine-to-five where you're dedicating your whole life. Some people work their whole fucking week to earn the bare minimum to be able to pay to live on Earth. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Yeah, so when people are like, oh my god, it's so fucked up. I'm like... Especially being like a good-looking girl and you have to go work in McDonald's or some bullshit. Like a lot of my... I've seen... I have a lot of my people that I know in my life do. And then I'm just like... I like I don't know if I was a fucking bad bitch like they were I'd be fucking a stripper or something I cannot imagine yeah. working at McDonald's looking like that <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah well I like I can but I can see both sides like you can be a stripper and you can want to have that economic leverage that can maybe one day either enable you to have a bunch of money and continue stripping or have a bunch of money and enable you to follow other professional routes and stuff but I also recognize that for some sex workers all of these things can uh, coexist like the idea that you're doing something that can give you financial freedom but it can also scar you emotionally and both of those things can live together and also you could even argue that having to dedicate your life to these systems of like nine to five work where you're constantly crying and under pressure that you can't live life outside of work um, can be as, not as emotionally scarring because I do think 
sexual it, it intimacy has a is scarring thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but, that's not like other know, things. Yeah. Yeah. But you like, if people ignore these give and takes, then I think they're dumb to just condemn sex work. True. But then I see there's a whole group of people on TikTok for like the moment they turn 18, they're like, I'm going to get a day- fans. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're like, here's a day in the life of me as a girl who just started her OnlyFans a month ago and she's getting like fucking a gr- two, no, four grand per month or like something like that um and that's like her first month and then second month is like 10 grand or like something crazy this one girl, she was in like the top 10 percent earners yeah it was fucking nuts when i looked at how much money she made i was like oh my the, god get the that fuck out insane can yeah. you do you realize and then, no but that? she got all you she got used to all this money and shit you know she yeah. give it away to people and shit and help people out and then the, and then next thing it can be taken from you like this because remember yeah. there was something about oh yeah. fucking, uh you you can't post nudity on there anymore yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's not a it's not a solid source of income you know like other jobs. yeah but i mean yeah but what you can get laid off whenever actually i guess uh, yeah yeah but that's why the only thing you can do in life is um uh spend your life trying to hopefully work towards doing something you love and getting paid enough for it because mm-hmm. it's the only one where you'll tolerate all of these aspects of things because you enjoy doing it so that's what i hopefully can do at some point while uh, i'm doing it right now but yeah do you do you make enough money uh to survive off what you do right or your art and shit yeah yeah, yeah. i mean um I only, because people were on holiday and then stuff only opened up like in September, I've only been like doing proper consistent jobs since September. I was doing a lot of jobs here and there uh, within the field by like, like for a few months prior, but it wasn't the same. Like people couldn't travel yet freely and stuff like that. So yeah, it's... um. It's definitely much more chill in September now. Yeah, this one girl uh, that I'm friends with, her name's Molly. She's also lives in London. She's a model. Mm. And uh, I hope, shout out to her, Molly if you're listening. But um, hopefully you're listening. Anyway, uh, <laughs> she she's like, she's beautiful, but she still works at a fucking grocery store. Yeah, like, yeah. And she, and then she showed me how much she made off just one of these modeling fucking jobs. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like. Yeah, but I mean, it, yeah. It, but it's hard to survive completely off that shit. And if you, especially if you live in London, it's really expensive out where she lives, I believe. Yeah. You also have to take into account all of the transport money you're going to pay for like traveling to. Do they not pay for that shit? the modeling to, well no you have to travel to the castings the oh, things because okay. they have to see you in real life um so yeah it's kind of tricky i i feel like you're a lot of my friends who are doing the best as models at the moment are people who are like in their late 20s and are like successful at their career enough that they only pick jobs that they want to do so people treat them much better and less like cattle i guess 
if that makes sense. But yeah, anyways. Yeah, um, I've realized. I'm not realizing. I've, I I have a lot of friends who are models, actually. Fucking. Um, I have many friends that are models. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. No, I. Oh, uh, you're mocking. No, me. no, no. I just thought it was <laughs> funny. It was quite a funny statement to make. Yeah, no flex. Friends. What a flex. Weird yeah. flex, but okay. That's not a weird flex. That's actually like a pretty solid flex. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of my friends are models. <laughs> I'm friends with yeah, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of female models. No, yeah, but um, uh, I think also yeah, cause like Ben Ditto, I like I like uh, he from him shouting me out. Like a lot of for some reason, a lot of models uh, followed me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So um, shout out Ben Ditto. Yeah, hopefully uh, we'll get some we'll get some more model fans after this episode. Yeah, no non-models. No, no non-models. Fans. If you're not a yeah. hot model girl, don't even listen to this. Yeah, yeah, don't <laughs> even. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but fucking. Um, uh, what about internet censorship? Let's get into that. Um, lame, <laughs> lame. That's you know it. about Glenn Greenwald. Who? Glenn Greenwald. No. He's uh he's like a he's a he's an American journalist. He um. I'm pretty sure he like broke the the Edward Snowden uh, the uh, Edward Snowden stuff about the NSA. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, he's been doing a lot of uh, a lot of uh, reporting on this shit recently. Interesting. Um, here's this new here's this new poll that I wanted to fucking read out on the pod. Yeah, um, read a it. narrow a narrow majority of Americans opposes more regulation of social media in this Quinnipiac poll with Republicans, especially against it. Um, Perhaps an artifact of opposition to quote unquote government regulation in general, or that government equals Biden admin right now. Um, So I guess this is really an American fucking thing. uh, This poll right here, but um, the internet censorship affects people globally because you know that's what was that's what's interesting is like mark zuckerberg and like facebook and instagram and shit that's all real like american made shit but yeah it's, it's still global but um and i'm i'm interested in the way like america america like how they deal with this internet regulation shit if they deal with it differently than they do in and uh in england um you know anything about that well, I read yesterday that apparently there's a theory, like, you know, there was that whistleblower. Mm. Um, okay, no, I'm tripping. What happened about this? Do you know anything about this? I really don't know yeah, much about that. Yeah, so this, apparently uh, they were... So the too long didn't read version is that this woman was apparently saying that Facebook, Twitter, um, and all of these platforms are actually... Uh, fostering content that is controversial or like uh, gets intense reactions out of people because then it makes people interact more with the website and thus gives the company more success. Yeah, people Uh, have been knowing about this for so long, but it's I guess it's just now it's like kind of like uh, someone's finally coming out about it. Well, it's also more of a fact that they invested so much money into ad campaigns talking about uh, all of these new departments that they were building and jobs they were building for admins of uh, censorship 
and like admins of like people who can detect hate speech and hate content and all of that so for so many years especially after what was it after like the trump facebook uh selling i forget what it was called a uh, um Anal- Cambridge Analytica information thing uh, after that so many people were like oh my god Facebook has turned a new leaf they're investing so much money into actually stopping hate speech oh yeah um, <laughs> when actually not really so I actually what the I opposite wonder, I guess yeah well what I wonder because I haven't read the article, but I wonder how both of those managed to coexist in a way where you could simultaneously have these admins. Well, I mean, I know how they coexist because for instance, on Instagram or even on TikTok, so many times you'll have like a video of a type of person being doing like a sexy dance but then you'll have a different type of person doing that exact same dance and one will get deleted and the other won't. So I'm mm. guess so I guess that's how those things are motivated um, and contrived and uh, work. But it's just a bit shit. It's just a bit shit. Yeah, like I'm reading the CNN article um, and they're talking about like, um, okay, fucking uh, the Facebook whistleblower who related tens of thousands of pages of internal research and documents, including the company yeah. was aware of various problems caused by its apps, including Instagram's yeah. potential toxic effect on teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds like something that you would cover in your, um, in your magazine, like um, the toxic effect on, on teenage girls that Instagram has. And like yeah. in, 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 in the way we think about sex and the way young women uh, think of themselves and about sex and everything. Yeah. And technology. Well, I was going to make, I was going to make like this joke uh, about uh, one of my favorite Instagram uh, feminists, uh, Emily Ratajkowski. Um, Is that that model? Uh, yeah, chick? that model. It, 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 wasn't she holding that picture of the baby and the baby was yeah, all yeah. like, <laughs> but she also had like that tattoo, that she took a marker and wrote on her arm like a fuck Epstein. Uh, like, and was like, oh, yeah, right. um, oh, yeah. yeah, but it's just like what I mean is like these very double edged swords. And like, I don't put it against her, but she's you know, incredibly beautiful and you know is incredibly skinny with massive tits and lip filler um but like these people kind of embody like all of the contrivedness of these platforms to begin with like they're injecting self like political self-awareness whilst at the time injecting insecurity into you yeah and then when you point out the insecurity aspects they'll spin it as a form of like, well, I'm empowering myself by ridding myself. I, if I have the freedom to use lip filler and feel good about it and change something about me that makes me happy, uh, I'm going to do it. And it's like, yeah, but this is a problem. We're trying to be a political figure at the same time. Like if you were a hot girl online promoting your opinions 
just being who you want to be, then that would be fair enough. But trying to become these like political people whilst also feeding actual distort, distorted, disjointed, perverse visions of a male gaze of you getting filler and probably <laughs> other, you know, plastic surgery. Like, I always find that shit insane. Like, yeah. my favourite kinds of girls are the girls who, if they do choose to get lip filler or whatever, you know, they can see that for what it is and they're not trying to be, like, a patron saint of feminism. And, like, you can be both, but it's just, like, yeah, they embody the aspects that Facebook and all of that embody, which is that whilst they're feeding one illness, they're also pretending that they're resolving another one. So it's mm. a bit like, anyways. Yeah, well, I think the main thing about the Facebook thing is like the profits. Like, um, they like like the main thing, like they said, was that they are uh they are actually like they're trying to say that they're trying to um like stop hate speech and stop the hateful and shit that yeah. that makes conflict. stop the hateful <laughs> stop the <laughs> so yeah stop the hateful fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, content and i guess in general but um yeah uh but it's but they well i guess they act they actually just got fucking snitched on and really behind behind scenes they're actually uh they're actually like trying to trying to make more hateful like content or they're they're, they're like they're like pushing this shit because it drives more uh more traffic to their to their website which makes them more money um yeah and that's the thing it's like this is a giant like for-profit private you know private company like beast it's not a fucking human or it's not run by like actual humans actually i think mark mark zuckerberg and all these people are reptiles anyway fucking lizard people <laughs> no just kidding but um they probably are fuck i don't know but um <laughs> all the elites but um like it's not like it's ran like by even if he necessarily like oh i don't want to do this because i think this is bad like it doesn't matter what he thinks fucking uh it's it's not even his company it's like this giant all these all these uh people like the shareholders and everything and like it's up to them it's up to this weird like giant mechanical capitalist beast uh you know like uh it's it's going to do whatever makes it makes this giant thing more money you know it's not yeah. gonna do what is right uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's all about like cult of personality type things over actual, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is so in weird. practice. Yeah, you I've ever really seen videos of him or anything. He's fucking weird. I just think he's, yeah, but he, people are like, yeah, this man's weird. I'm like, this, <laughs> have you ever met any like hyper rich person that built his person, own? Yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever met any of these people? Um, they're like not even like yeah like They're old autistic. money people are weird old like old money parents are fucking weird um True. men who have uh, built their massive massive like hyper massive fortunes like him or jeff bezos or the guy who invented ebay weird um elon musk literally has uh, asperger's memory came out about this on snl did you see that he was like oh, no one yeah. had to tell me this yeah. <laughs> like yeah, right. i don't you get why any, like but even <laughs> even if he didn't have asperger's i'm like whenever it's like when a lot of people meet celebrities 
and they're like oh that person's a bitch that person was psychotic and I was like no no shit, shit. <laughs> this person is feeding Ultra to rich. you this like insanely perfected version of what they know you're going to enjoy about them yeah. and they're enhancing asset like aspects of themselves to become like hyper spiritual but hyper nice and hyper funny and hyper cool and all of that there are a lot of super kind cele- like I'm not saying that as a generalization but whenever anyone comes at me being like oh this person's weird I'm like duh no shit did you not realize I think like, having a lot of money also does something to you I must yeah I think so too so some does something to your brain like not relying on other people like uh like like people did for the last thousands of years like a regular human being you have to rely on yeah. your community um when you're a rich person you're like fuck you I got fuck you money you know I don't have to yeah. rely on anybody um and I think that does something to you as an individual you does something to your, your yeah brain. yeah or like um, even when I think of those people who are super like born into wealth and thus super depressed because they can pay they for any depressed. plastic surgery or they can pay for any sort of ultimate mo- modification. They don't have any limitations of normal life. So it's like, how do you perceive success? How do you perceive love? How do you perceive different things? So tricky yeah um being like relationships with rich people must be super weird and they must only be able to like really date and get along with other rich people um yeah without them thinking like oh they're only dating me because of my money um yeah but uh um well was another thing i was thinking about like with technology and like how this affects people's minds is uh like like teenage girls that was like a huge especially with like a lot of girls my age when I've seen growing up um there was like a lot of girls especially the ones that were the first to have social media when they're only like 13 years old and shit yeah huge spike in girls uh cutting themselves like a huge huge fucking yeah, spike. yeah and it also happened to coincide with the rise of social media yeah and um Facebook has to know about certain certain shit like this. I mean, it's just overwhelmingly yeah. overwhelming uh, data that shows yeah. that that girls are literally killing, like literally hurting themselves and shit over yeah. this Facebook shit, and they're not doing fucking anything about it. And I bet that yeah. is, that I bet that that has to be part of um of this huge whistleblower leak that just that just happened. Yeah. Well, I mean. When people were cutting themselves, which I, the spike that you're referencing, do you mean like in 2012 kind of thing? Yeah, or I like think it was later? like 2013 type shit. Yeah, 2013. 2013. Yeah. Well, I mean, all of that time was also the time when we were first going into social. Well, I yeah. don't really blame. I don't really blame early Facebook for that because i don't think anyone knew what was good or bad on the internet the only thing that i always talk about and always think about and it's one of the biggest things that kind of influence the stuff that i create um in a subconscious way is the fact that i remember distinctly like coming home from school at like 
4 p.m., 5 p.m. And scrolling through Facebook on like a summer's day in Portugal and like having an ISIS beheading oh, autoplay <laughs> on Facebook. Dude, remember the early days of Facebook, how crazy yeah. they were? <laughs> Insane. Insane. I miss it so much. Insane. Yeah, I mean, I don't miss the beheadings because those are just crazy. Yeah. I, I do miss like the insane porn shit that I would yeah. see because it was just, I don't think I could even look this up. There used to be crazy although, videos of like people Twitter, going and coming on women in public, like random women. And oh, they I don't like those ones. Though. Me, it's more I when two either. people are having consen- a consensual sex, but just insane sex. Um, or like the one, one guy, one man, one jar. Or you'd see shit like yeah. that on Facebook. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. God, what a crazy fucking yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but all of that definitely affected me in a good and bad way. Not in a good way, genuinely. But it definitely gave me a very personal, unique understanding that generations today don't have of what the internet was. Um and of us being all self-aware now compared to then. Um, But yeah, I can imagine that all of these people were cutting themselves because people were showing the most insane shit online. Um, I'll always remember that tweet. I'm not at all invested in Tyler, the creator. I don't really listen to his music at all. But I remember he had one tweet where it was like, what the fuck is cyberbullying, bitch? Just close your computer. <laughs> yeah, if you're sad, just close your laptop. And I was like, that is pretty funny. Yeah, I loved that. I used to always think that yeah. was fucking funny. Yeah. Um. Well, so you're saying that you just think it's like cra- the crazy shit people would see. And not as much as like, it's about like women, like young girls and um, like seeing models and shit and seeing other uh women and like the selfie culture selfie culture oh no but also crazy means that too like the fact that people were posting selfies with like facetune a bit later on uh of like a huge mouth and like tiny you know tiny features and then like amazing insane eyebrows and stuff like that like those extremes extend to every new platform and every every warm-up period we have to understanding that platform so for every new platform that becomes the main platform that our generation or the next generation uses there's always going to have those moments of like figuring out what the fuck we're seeing and understanding and we might get more accustomed to it and understand the signals, the warning signs better, but it kind of just evolves to be its own beast with every new platform. Like TikTok has developed its own realm of weird, interesting, um, morally corrupt things like um, people using AI on video now to make you skinnier. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and you really, you can't even tell. At least with Facetune. Wow, because it's getting so good today. Like, the human eye yeah. cannot even. Yeah, you you could tell with Facetune because it was, like, the lines were curved. But literally, 
with uh, those AI video things, I looked at some and I was like, I can't tell. This bitch is skinny <laughs> AF and I can't tell. When in the other one, she's like my size. Mm. So it's like... That's scary. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's so it much is. easier to catfish people fucking now, nowadays. It's fucking uh, so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was this one girl who she... Um, do you know about like Sam Hyde and uh, I've heard of this person, million dollars. I hear dream. this person, I don't know anything about him, but I hear I, a lot about him. I have to look into he's it. like some internet fucking like guy or whatever. People think he's like all right or whatever, but yeah, he has, he has a show, million dollar extreme. And there was some guy who worked on it, and there was this one girl who's like. She's like Middle Eastern or some shit, but she started dating him and she has her own little internet personality and, and, and yeah, yeah. she comes on pods or whatever. And uh, there's like this huge scandal where everyone's saying like, oh, she edits her pictures. She edits yeah. her pictures and like, yeah, she kind of, I'm pretty sure they are edited and like they're edited so much. So she kind of looks a little, she kind of looks a little weird. Yeah. Um, but um me and my friend were just it was this one of this like we were just arguing about fucking um uh whether or not it was real because i was like huh. yeah but then, but then she was like telling me like no this girl is definitely editing our pictures and mm-hmm. i was thinking like man that's so easy to do like today yeah and like catfish people but um i don't know fucking uh you know you you post like you know, you don't edit your pictures at all, do you? Like, fucking filters or anything? Fucking... No, I edit, like, I edit the color of them. I do edit some of the pictures that I would qualify uh, as, like, my photography work because I don't think it lives in the same realm as, like, my selfies or stuff like that, and I don't edit them for beauty purposes, per se. Um... Years ago, I mean, years ago, I definitely did edit. I mean, my you don't, pictures. you wouldn't need to, like, you don't seem like you would need to, like, you're a good looking person, like, yeah, but you know, it's all about girl, uh, girls when, get crazy because, like, they'll be genuinely gr- good looking girls and they still do all this makeup, they still edit their yeah. pictures. It's like crazy, like, you don't need to do this. Like, if anything, it's making you look weirder, <laughs> like, making you look a little yeah. weird. But uh, do you have friends that, like, that you know that, like, edit their stuff and you're just like, what the fuck? Why do you do this? Um, honestly, I think a lot of people from my age now and who are friends of mine have stopped editing their pictures. I think a few years ago, maybe they would have. But um, now not really, no. I, um, no, I don't know anyone who does. But but I I fully like obviously it is weird for like some people edit their pictures, but like that thing of saying that like oh you're a beautiful girl, you don't have to do it. Um sometimes people will put you and it's not to put the blame on someone else, and I wouldn't particularly assign it to face tuning specifically. But sometimes mm-hmm. women or men will both do weird things that are out of character for them if they're being put in a mental situation where they're made to felt 
that they are in competition with other people, which kind of goes back to the idea that I feel like the internet fosters people going for instant gratification all the time. And I think that kind of fosters comparison and competition within romance, which I think then can maybe push a person to be like, oh, well, I'm not as skinny as this other person but I think this person is messaging and I'm not this and I'm not that. <laughs> and uh, whenever I feel that someone might be in that position, I'm like, it's if anyone is making you feel to be like that, they, you should cut off the person and not make yourself feel like you have to change yourself. But anyways, that's a no, wider yeah, that's totally true. moral argument. I just had fucking, um, something I was going to ask fucking, um, but, uh, no, but I was listening to one of your pods and, uh, you were talking about like something with like, they're taking down these videos and it was like, there was one that they took down this one video because they thought it was animal cruelty, but it was like robot dogs or some shit. Yeah. Um, but then also I was thinking of like, um, like, they they are putting up unrealistic beauty standards and it's like how would you know how would an ai detect or like even a group like you can get like thousands of people hire thousands of people and it's yeah. still not enough to go through all the like how and like how do you even tell like okay what is unreal what is unrealistic beauty standards and how would people even go about solving this 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 uh because i really do think like yeah this unrealistic beauty standards with young girls like and them editing their pictures and like, or like fucking being depressed or whatever. I think that shit is pretty yeah. fucking real. Yeah. You know, yeah. How, yeah. For sure. How, how would like, what, what do you think people, how could we as a culture try to fucking solve? Well, solve for years, or, there's already uh, like, there's already a software that detects the way you move your pixels. Like it, it can kind of heat map the places that have seen distortion in its pixels in a picture uh -huh. so it can detect from that um the parts that have been photoshopped or edited so in theory you could apply that software which i think they do in sweden or norway or somewhere that's interesting too because i think by yeah. country to country they do this differently they have strict they have yeah strict laws about yeah them. but i want to see how it works on these on these versions of instagram because they said they are putting that into effect uh so i'd have to see how it works but in theory if you build in that software and every time you post it would kind of screen your image kind of in the same way that TikTok screens your video whilst it's going up um, with like some AI and some software together. I think you could fairly easily um, find a solution to, to Yeah, that. but they probably don't want to. Like they'd no, lose, they don't want They'd to. lose so no. much of their revenue. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, I, that's that's the thing is like I think a lot of a, a lot of like why people come back and like why it's so addicting is because they get addicted to like feeling like shit. <laughs> they get addicted to like looking at these beautiful women all day and feeling bad yeah. about themselves. Um, 
kind of addicting. Yeah, no. And I think there's like a whole bunch of literature about like the addiction of social media and shit like that and how addiction plays a huge role in this shit. Yeah. Um, do you, are you addicted to Instagram? How much time do you spend on there? I don't know. I don't know how I check. Um, I, yeah, let's I, let me think, do I think I'm addicted to Instagram? I think my Instagram, I've converted my Instagram in what I think is a much more like work page and like a work presence. But I still, you know, try to incorporate, I guess, aspects of who I am in. So I don't see the addiction as black and white as that, because at the end of the day, I do get financial work from it. And I do get a platform to show my work on it, which has had, you know, um, results from it. I I don't think I'm addicted to it in the sense that like none of its aspects make me sickeningly obsessed or depressed or happy. Um, but I definitely feel, I guess, maybe addicted to the possibility of interacting with so many people through this one gateway at all times. You know, I could go on at 4 a.m. And if my friend uh, Ethan is on the app, you know, I know that I can reach out and talk to him about some dumb shit. Or like, if I'm looking for a specific detail about a specific person, I can instantly access that, so. I hate that part. I feel like we're all way too interconnected. Like, and like, you can just talk to one person and, um, I don't know, just, like, because also, like, people, it's just, like, oh, yeah, like, people shit, like, the way people can, like, fucking lie about you and shit so easily to all these different people is fucking just kind of scary to me, but, um... Lie in what way, though? In any way, just, like, well, oh, like, yeah, this person's not cool. You? Yeah, gospel about anybody. Like, a lot of my friends, um, a lot of my, you know, it doesn't happen to me too badly because I'm, like, I'm not a crazily important or famous person. Yeah. Um... But it happens to a lot of my friends who are like pretty successful writers or podcasters. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's really fucking weird, actually. It's kind of scary. And like, I'll yeah, have them on I my show. That. I'll have them on my show and I'll have like a hundred fucking message requests of this mm -hmm. person's a fucking, uh, a fucking, you know, literally just the some of the worst shit that you can possibly say yeah, about yeah. somebody. You know, a racist, rapist, whatever the fuck. Yeah, um, yeah. And it, it, it can it can literally be a complete lie. They they probably they yeah. really don't even know who this person is at all. Yeah, they yeah. just hate this person, and they can yeah. take five seconds out of their day to DM uh someone, and you know, it only takes them five seconds. They're gonna DM someone some crazy shit, and then literally go on their day and forget about it. Yeah, and yeah. the person who sees that shit it's hard for them to forget about it. Like this random person messaged them and said that shit. Like yeah. they might believe it. Yeah. Um, but even like beyond that, you know, like the thing about like my own personal use of, of uh, Instagram, like I, uh, I, I don't really, you know, I always just say, Oh, it's for my podcast. It's for my job. It's like for work or whatever. So yeah, I always like, I like, Oh, I'm not addicted or whatever. I use it for my like positive purposes. So fuck it. Yeah. I think as long as it's for like a positive fulfillment purpose exactly. of like professional 
I am the last person that is going to be like, okay, now we're turning our phones off to hang out. I hate like, when people are on their phones so much, though. I have to admit. Yeah, but also... Like when I'm trying to hang out with well, them or I'm something never, and they're on their fucking yeah, phone. Ooh, that pisses me off. Yeah, but if you're my good friend, I'm not going to be on my phone. I don't think it's got to do with that. I think it's more... I think a lot of people don't realize sometimes that if if other people are on their phone, if I happen to be a lot on my phone around someone else, if anything, that person should realize that I'm doing all the legwork to be funny and this person is just not as funny or interesting right now. So I'm just like, okay, whatever. That's not an actual situation that I've been in. But what I mean is just like some friends of mine uh, went on a holiday and they set themselves a rule. They, if they spotted their other friend on their phone, they had to buy everyone drinks. I was like... <laughs> Uh, this shut the fuck up. Yeah, having to Let make me rules about it and everything yeah. is fucking even kind of weird yeah. too. Yeah. But that shows how much of a problem it is that people are feel like they have to make rules, like oh, like yeah. make games out of it, like oh, whoever's on their phone has to buy drinks. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. That can be kind of fun, I guess, but <clears throat> it really is a thing, man. People being on their fucking phones, or when you're trying to have lunch with someone and they're on their phone. Um, yeah. 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 I have, I always say if they want to be there, they'll be there. And if they want to make you feel present, they'll make you feel present. And if they notice that they're making you feel some type of way, they'll make sure to try and rectify it. It's all within the context of where that person's at emotionally again. Uh, So I don't really see it as an issue in itself. It more depends on the person. Like if I was on a date and someone was doing that, obviously yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck? Or if I had like one of my friends who's got like a shallow bimbo friend who's on her phone, I would see her for who she is and accept that as a part of herself. We're not close friends. So if she needs to be on her phone, then that's <laughs> fine. Like, you know, I'm not, whatever. It depends. Basically. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Is full blown. Career killer, 
double decker packed with suicidal gods Or off you're in a filthy dream about splitting your bitches' thoughts And just through unknowing odds, touch the